0: Chapter 50 A pair of cold black eyes gazed across the blue sea. Rubens was pacing like a hungry wolf about his ship. Everything was going according to plan. Not according to his plan, but his master's plan, that is. He looked coldly down at Ilse. He had seen many prisoners in his day, plenty of torture as well, but he didn't know how to deal with this one. He hated those who didn't fear him. If he had his way... Everyone would wear an amulet until their minds were trained to think as one, rather than for themselves. As for the girl, he knew it. He had encountered her more than once, and despite the mocking he had endured from the other generals, he knew she had to possess one of the elite powers. He saw the fugitive with his own two eyes and dove, where the blonde-haired maiden used it to escape them, but only for that short time. How else did she get here? He lacked proof besides his passion. His master frowned upon that. Rubens decided he was going to wait. She would soon prove her true identity, and then she wouldn't be his problem anymore. He turned his gaze from Ilse and looked closely at Wren. He knew too much for Rubens' liking. His brows furrowed as he looked more closely at him. His mouth curled into a disgusted snarl. He wasn't gathering enough information, but Wren could fix that. He saw Ilse look away from Wren and up at him with a stern, determined look. He met her gaze with a horrid glare. He was thinking, plotting his next moves to be rid of her, once and for all. He looked out to sea. He watched the waves roll in all directions. Maybe, he said softly, maybe that boy can really be of some use. Ilse felt tired. Her brain was pulsing with too many thoughts and ideas. They bounced off the inner walls of her skull, and she put a hand to her pounding forehead. She was halfway wanting to confine herself in her cell and sleep without one word from the other captives, but the other half knew that the without-one-word part wouldn't happen. She went below deck without Wren. When she began walking in the dining area, her body met the feeling of moist steam as she breathed in the last of dinner's aroma. As she walked around a few of the long benches, she approached the wooden door at the middle of the room. She opened it like normal. "'What are you doing here?' A voice called, as Elsie jumped in surprise. A pair of sharp black eyes was staring back at her. They belonged to a strange black-haired man. Elsie tried to push him away, but his face drew near hers. He held her firmly by the arms to prevent her from leaving. Elsie grunted loudly, trying to free her arm, but he was firmly tightening his grip the more she struggled. As he held her, he smiled a weird grin. "'I know who you are!' He said shakily, his facial features quaking, his eyes maniacally staring at her. I know who you are. Get off of me, Ilsie said. She drove her knee into his stomach and he released her to clutch his abdomen. Wren, followed by bear, fox, and ape, suddenly came in and they surrounded the injured man. Ilsie quickly decided that she should step back, knowing that the men would take care of the rest. She saw that he had fallen to the ground onto his knees, still grasping his stomach as his breath came out in wheezes. She felt a tang of guilt. She shouldn't have kicked him, but he had frightened her and that was enough. You leave her alone, man, Wren cried, gripping onto the injured man's shirt. Fox pulled Wren off him as Wren tried to calm himself down. Get a grip, Wren, Fox said. You've got to get a hole of yourself. Wren stopped, but he looked at the man with pursed lips and gripping, clenching hands. Bear pointed a big finger hard into the man's chest. Now you best count blessings that we didn't give you the ass beating you ass for. You give Cat no more trouble, Bear said in a low, rumbling voice. Or I'm going to make an example of you. Bear stalked off as Fox followed behind him. Ape mindlessly walked behind them both, letting out a long yawn. Wren looked down at the man, who had begun to breathe normally, and was huddled against the wall. Wren took a step closer to him. If I see you even look at her, I swear you won't like what's coming for you, Ren said in a low voice. And that's a promise. The man scrambled to his feet and went through the door into the dining area. Ren allowed himself to calm down and to allow his heart to beat at its normal level. He shouldn't have let his anger get the best of him. He turned around and saw that Ilse had disappeared into her room. He let out a sigh and tiredly made his way towards his room for the night. Ilse entered her small room with a hand to her heart. She knew that Red had promised her that he would protect her, but she didn't understand his full meaning until now. She looked around. The three other girls were lying in their own respective and claimed sleeping area. A single candle was lit. Otherwise, the room was completely dark as usual. Doe's head became visible, and she suddenly sat up from where she lay. Goose and Mouse rose as well. What happened? Mouse asked timidly. We heard some men shouting, and when we heard the door open, we pretended to be asleep. Oh, Ilsie said with a shrug, one of the men was drunk. In her mind, she was shaken up because that man looked just like Tyke. She prayed her mind was playing tricks on her, but the thought of a deranged Tyke on board made her feel ill at ease. I hate men when they're drunk, Goose said, as if her opinion was necessary. Ilsie smiled, making Doe look rather suspiciously at her. You look like you know something, Doe said, trying to read Ilse's face in the dim light. Ilse suddenly remembered the news she heard today. She began to quietly tell them about the plans to head towards land. Her audience listened intently, hanging on to every word. She then paused. She decided to tell them of a plan that she had devised to escape. In truth, she and Wren had spent considerable time elaborating on what to do, but for now, it was safe to leave him out of her story. When she had finished, Doe gave her a suspicious look. So you're telling us that this plan is going to get us out of here? Doe asked quizzically. Just like that? You mean, Mouse said in a wistful manner, we won't be prisoners anymore? Yes, Ilse said. If we work together, we can help the four of us and all the other prisoners that are elsewhere on this ship. But how do you know that it's going to work? Mouse whispered. A little bird told me so, Ilse said with a mysterious smile. Are you with me?